0: Welcome to the Fresh Delivery Show, a show about anything and everything and all that you need to know about pop culture, current events, relationship, travel, music, and entertainment. And it features candid conversations with co-hosts and audience. If this is your first time checking us out, you can download us on the Anchor app. But now, you can catch us on all formats from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now Spotify. I'm your host, Diesel, a.k.a. Shaolin Fantastic. And we got a special two guests in the house. We have an artist that's up and coming in the D.C. area, but he's not really up and coming. He's actually more established, but he's up and coming to us and we definitely want to promote his brand. We have SP to plug. What's up, SP?
1: what's up, everybody? How you doing, man? Good, man. How about you?
0: Good, good. And then we also have... Don't be shy. She said all like, hi,
2: I'm Molly. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
0: Molly of? Molly
2: Coleman of High Caliber Events.
0: Okay, okay. So um, I actually got plugged with you through Molly, through Facebook, and we had a lot of mutual friends, um, a lot of people that are in the industry. I used to work in public relations and I used to be part of the hip hop realm. used to like dabble a little bit in the B-boy scene and the hip hop scene. So, you know, um, that's how we actually linked up and she wanted to really push on your brand. And you actually have a big event that's coming up. Tell us about that event.
1: Yeah, Molly's great, man. She always looks out. I'm so glad to be able to link up with her again for the event. So we got to, you know, uh, it's a private location, so we're kind of keeping the details somewhat disclosed, but it's coming up on October 5th. Okay. Uh, so that's a Friday, and it starts at 6 p.m., and then we ask that everybody, uh, you know, get there by 7, because we'll then, you know, close, and then we'll start the show.
0: Cool. Be punctual, people, if you're out there listening. Don't don't walk in there like 45 <laughs> minutes no late. island and, time this time. Right, yeah. Right, and then like, all you're <laughs> is like, Urgh! Like, How you doing? Right. I'm telling you. So now you mentioned it's a private event. What makes it private versus
1: uh, an so, open event? Yeah. So I mean, it's gonna be the uh, basically the opening reception. So okay. the event, the actual the actual exhibit will last for two weeks. So mm-hmm. to go all the way to October 18th. Okay. And uh, so, but the opening reception will be October 5th. So that'll be you know a unique experience for the people to come and you know have. Uh, a personal experience with myself and then get to ask questions and whatnot. Gotcha, gotcha. So tell us about
0: your artwork. So that's obviously people are coming out, not just for your artwork, they're coming out to support you. Yeah, so, for so sure, So tell man. us about your artwork.
1: Yeah. Uh, my art's uh, kind of all over the place. I got a mixture of different styles. My favorite artist is Dali, so I like to do a lot of uh, surrealism type pieces. Okay. Uh, also like to dabble like with the abstract and the uh, backgrounds yeah, yeah, yeah. and definitely uh, deal with portraits and the human figure a lot. Nice. So, uh, the name of the show is uh, Playlist. Okay. So, you know, some of the paintings will be highlighting, you know, different lyrics that tend to, you know, I connect with.
0: Yeah. So, like, for the listeners out there, I'm actually looking at a piece right now. It's actually Childish Gambino yeah. on a large piece that uh, he's in the, the shape of the, the Jumpman, the Michael Jordan. Jumpman, yeah. and there's a Kanye on there. Yeah. And, it's of course, old there's old a there's Trump. <laughs> a Trump in there. Yeah, and little then little Trump. And then in the E.T., it's, it's really dope. So for the listeners out there, definitely check out his Instagram and uh, the Fresh Delivery Show's Instagram, and we'll post that up. Um, obviously, by the time you listen to it, you'll see it. But what is your background in art? Like, how did you start? Because that's probably the biggest question everyone's going to ask you. Oh, the sure? yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. What's your background? Yeah. How did you get your start up? And what p- moved you from, like, level A to, like,
1: level F? And, right. Like, you no, know, nah, that makes a lot of sense. I, I started, uh, i always been into drawing ever since I was real little. Okay. Uh, so I was kind of always, you know, like do a lot of art, or and anytime I had like art class in school, I always that was my favorite class, my favorite subject. So I was always into it, but uh, I kind of got more into it when I went to when I went to college. I went to uh, major for graphic design at Howard. Nice. So okay. yeah, so I, my backgrounds in in design. So I kind of figured that's what was going to be my career path. Gotcha. And then once I got into that, uh, you know, after school, after finishing up school. I realized it wasn't really like my lane, you know. Yeah. And so I just I was like, you know, if I'm a if I'm gonna make a change or do something different, I might as well just just do it and get it right now and just like start fresh. Yeah. If, rather than like wait a year, two years, and then get stuck doing something you don't really love, you know? What yeah. I mean? So I made that choice, you know. Uh, after I came back from Dallas, I had a little job out in Dallas uh, doing 3D modeling. Okay. And I came back out to DC, and I was like, yo, I'm gonna be a painter. But yeah, I was I was working, you know, as a, a server at a restaurant to, you know, of course, like bring some money in. But I would always paint when I get off work. Nice. So nice. I was just paint all the time. Just kept doing it all the time.
0: You want to hear something that, that's random? That you said that you're a waiter. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people out there that are artists yeah. in their own crap start off in restaurants like yeah. for example you know david blaine the magician yeah Do you know how that's he how did he did at his tables yeah he, he did it at a restaurant and the prince of uh morocco was there seen him yeah and then they're yeah. like hey come over here and show yeah. us something and he's like here i'll give you like five grand fly over to morocco i'll pay for everything and he took that money and flipped it and went to abc yeah and started his first show and i was yeah. like that's amazing so and, you
1: know i remember watching his show when he came out like when he first came Street out, magic. I was real, like younger. And my mom and my, all my uncles and everybody used to be watching it. And we would just sit down and watch that. I remember it specifically. Like, so it's like you got your own story that's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so much to that. David Blaine. Yeah. Shout yeah. out David Blaine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you you mentioned art when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Were you into, like, comic books?
1: books? Uh, I kind of was in the comic books. Like, I can't really say I was because I got, like, some of my homeboys, like, they're really the comic books. Like, yeah. they can tell you the, the history behind all the characters. So it's like I, I always liked the kind of, like, just how they looked but okay. I didn't really know the backstory. I kind of gotcha. just like, always just, I like Ninja Turtles and, like,
0: Pokemon Yeah. Words, like that, you know? No,
1: what Ninja Turtles, like, when people ask me,
0: like, what's your, like, five favorite, like, uh I guess, like, comic book movies, yeah. people skip Ninja Turtles.
1: Yeah, you can't skip Ninja Turtles. And it's like classic, yeah, yeah. you know? And it's probably one of the classic.
0: first comic books that were mainstream from, like, Really violent, mm. straight to kids mm-hmm. to make money off it. You know, I was yeah. like toys and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So let me let me ask you this. So with being an art, so would you say your framework has evolved? Because sometimes some artists they evolve and then they stop and mm-hmm. they kind of plateau, kind of like a writer's block, and then yeah. they kind of go
1: backwards and start over, and then it gets enhanced even more. Like, how is that yeah. trans, uh, transition a, has that transition been for you? I'll be totally honest. Like, the journey is always different uh, with, you know, with a lot of pieces. It's kind of like you don't want to do something that everybody else is doing, and then you kind of always searching for what your style makes you you. Yeah. And so by doing that, you're always trying to find something new to do, work with a different medium, or do or use a different color, you know? And so it's... It's different like every time, but you kind of never really find yourself. I don't feel like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, how would you describe your uh, your style? Uh, combination, I do like surrealism with uh, you know, with portrait style. Okay. So I'll do like you know, uh, you know, somebody that inspires me from a musician to you know, a TV character, and then I'll you know do basically a rendition of them but I will make it you know my own I add different crazy color to the background or do something with the eyes or add a plug in there like my plug is my trademark yeah so I'll try like to add like that I don't put it in all my pieces but I sneak it somewhere, in. somewhere, somewhere in there, in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or you might not even know it's there, but it's there. Yeah,
0: I mean, definitely your artwork—you can definitely tell there's like music influence. Yeah. So we live in a society now that social media, like a lot of people, are like, no, I can just get off Facebook. Like, no, don't lie. Like, yeah, it's, it's part of who we are now. Like, yeah. it's it's connected. It's in our hand. It's in our pockets. All our the purse. time. Yeah. So how does social media play an impact on your work?
1: Uh, man, I would. I I don't know. It's kind of. I like the social media aspect because when I look back at, like, my page on my Instagram, I've been on Instagram for, like, three, four years now. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of have this photo journal of all my work ever since I started painting. Because that was the reason I started my page was the just... Basically showcase my artwork when I started painting, okay. so I can go back all the way to a post from February third, twenty fifteen, yeah. and I can see exactly what I was doing it's on that. It's a photo day. album. Yeah, it's a photo album. It's I can archive and just go back and look at all my old work and just yeah. see like where I had gone because you forget, you know. Yeah, you forget pieces especially when you're doing them all the how time. How much like, you mature? How yeah, much you've like, grown yeah. over time? Exactly, and if you're always doing it, it's kind of like you know you don't notice yourself aging. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: that's one thing. Um, so the audience out there, obviously, they don't know my like my government name, but yeah. they know that I'm an educator, and that's something that we push on with kids: like, uh-huh. don't edit, just write, 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 just write, write, just write get, get it out. out. Yeah. And if it does, if it sucks, go to another page, rewrite right. it again, and yeah. that way you can reflect back on mm-hmm. it. Um, so from that with social media, do you feel like there's any backlash on social media? With, with I haven't art? experienced
1: a lot of backlash. This is I all mean, positive. Man, I'll tell you, like, it's, like, 99% positive. Like, but how do you have, like,
2: keep it positive? I think it's just the type of persona that you mm-hmm. also keep, yeah.
0: you know? Um, let me give you a quick I'm, example. Yeah, like, but, you know, the Colin Kaepernick situation, right? Uh-huh. So I posted it on the Fresh Delivery show. And obviously, the, the situation in Nike, uh-huh. I lost some followers. You obviously, bro? you know, I right. can't say on the mic, but, you know, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, time yeah. it is. But, right. So sometimes it can play a, a backlash, but then you really know who your audience is now, right. you know, and, you know, who's you kind of want those band-based. people filtered out anyway. Yeah. So
1: it's like it happened for a reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, how have you developed your career from uh, from looking at political stuff? You know, yeah. obviously, when you're younger,
1: I don't uh, Were you really into like political stuff? Uh, I've never really been into like politics, but I mean, I've always been aware of like mm-hmm. the situation. So I don't, I don't necessarily, like, choose to ignore it, but I don't try to get engulfed by it. Yeah. And so uh, I, I I just, like, let my opinions speak for, like, my opinion of what's going on versus, gotcha. like, writing a dissertation and having, like, you know, I've just never been that vocal about politics.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Now, with current social issues that are out right now, mm-hmm. do you feel, even though you, you mentioned that you don't push so much on the political mm. but your art pieces speaks volumes. Yeah, you know what, I'm saying? what like, I'm saying? Like like the moment I walked in the, like your room, that one just you know made me gravitate uh-huh. towards that. And obviously I have to get your interpretation from it. You know right. and I just noticed that that's Mufasa in the bottom, right?
1: Mufasa, oh, scar, yeah.
0: Oh, scar, scar, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Bad parent. See I'm a kid. <laughs> I'm a parent and I don't even know my Disney movie. <laughs> um, but yeah. it speaks volumes yeah. and it created a spark in my hand. Like, I want huh. you to tell me, like, what inspired you to to have all these different pieces? Yeah. And, you know, obviously that's why I asked you about the political and social stuff. Like, how yeah. does that impact it? But you mentioned it, it doesn't as much, but what made you inspired to the Childish Gambino and Trump one? Like Yeah,
1: no, nah, for sure. Like, impacts. I want that
0: now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, for sure, like, it impacts me, but I won't, I won't necessarily, like, go out and say, like, how it does. I'll sit there and think about it, and then I'll be like, oh, how can I draw this? Like, how mm-hmm. can I express how I feel through a painting? And yeah. So like when I heard that song, when I seen the video, this is America. You know that was it went viral. Everybody was watching this. Like everybody had their reaction to it. Everybody was and breaking their it down. Own their own interpretation. It's funny it like we a did a whole piece. episode on that. See, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did so like. I didn't yeah. even hear it. It was I, just a great talking disc point. No, because
2: I love Childish Gambita, hey, but Yeah, I have You to got the TV yeah. show,
0: like everything. Yo, that man is so he's smart as an yeah. artist. Like, you yep. know, he's been around since like 2007? Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. a minute, for a great yeah. You yeah. seen his comedy special on Netflix? Yep, yep. Which one's mad funny? Yeah, <laughs> mad nah, funny. He's a talented dude for sure. Yes. And then he, uh, what's funny is that he got his break on, not Parks and Recreation. Was it Parks and Recreation? Uh, he was a writer. Community. Community. He was a writer. I was a writer. Yeah. And uh, Tina Fey uh, yep. found him, and uh-huh. the first thing that comes out of his mouth, he's like, "Why'd you hire me? Because I was black? Because it was all white cast. And uh-huh. She was like, "No, because you're funny." Yeah. And one <laughs> thing that he said that stuck to me is being as a minority, but also to teach the the children that are minorities, because like we have the to learn here. that. Don't limit yourself. You got to keep moving. You right. got to keep adding to your arsenal. Right. You know, because if if success is war, uh-huh. you have to be you know a master of your craft, but you should be able to have other outlets to do things. Yeah, you know. Exactly. And so, for example, he's a comedian. You know, he's a musician. Right. You know, all that kind of stuff. Which is he always cool. yeah.
1: trying to you know figure out different ways he can use his talent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying.
0: So what what about you? What, do you do anything else besides uh, painting? Like what what's what's uh, a special craft that <laughs> the used people to, out there? I used to
1: hoop before. Like I was like an artist. I guess before I was an artist, I loved to play basketball. Yeah, where'd you yeah. hoop at? Uh, I was at a, like a small D two school. Okay, in Michigan. It was called Albion College. Like okay. nobody's probably ever heard of it, but uh, it was like one of those you know situations where I was gonna transfer after my first year but i tore my knee up oh so, yeah i tore my ACL oh. twice yeah so it was like <laughs> oh my god let me show you oh, Bam, oh you got the scars here. too oh <laughs> no both, knees. Oh, oh, wow. not both. i've oh, had five surgeries oh my god I'm, I'm an X ball player too so Damn. now i just coach basketball <laughs> okay yeah. so you know exactly where yeah. i mean even more than i do so the yeah for sure starts. like yeah. it's crazy once the knees go it's a wrap do you play at all now uh, I yeah, I like real light. I, you know, I know my limit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I don't really try to dunk on nobody or do no crazy stuff like I used to. I just be mostly a jump shooter. Yeah, and stay I mean, out the way. We get older, right? <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, we're like, oh, take it to the hole, take it to the hole, right, take it to the hole. Now right. it's like, you know, I just sit out here. It's and like, you know what? I'm not getting paid for this, so I think I'm gonna right. chill out. <laughs>
0: yeah, basketball does play a big toll on your body. Have it you does. ever had a situation where you got hurt,
1: mm-hmm. whether if it's physically or emotionally, and then you? put that into your artwork? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been, like, I remember one time, like, I was supposed to get paid off this painting I did and for some reason, like, the, you know, the uh, the end installment was delayed Ooh. and it was, like, money I was really, like, I would work for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I didn't have nothing and so I had, like, this scrap, like, uh, canvas that I was using as, like, a tarp just to get catch all like the drop paint yeah and i was just like i didn't have nothing to do so i was just mad because i couldn't i can't go get no food i couldn't do nothing i was just stuck in the house and so i was like i'm gonna use this and make a a beautiful painting out of it so i made like the three uh the three mics that take your pick painting i made uh out of that joint wow just yeah just stuck it on the wall with a stable gun and started going ham like Mm -hmm. i was like using all my frustration and just took it out on there
0: Nice, nice. Yeah. Now, do a lot of people approach you to do custom art pieces, or do yeah. you prefer to do your own?
1: Well, obviously, you said yeah, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people. I, I, uh, you know, I, I take it case by case in terms of commissions go because sometimes people, you know, asking for stuff I might not be able to do or yeah. might not just necessarily have time for. It, so I just, you know, take case by case. But I, I definitely take commissions uh, from anybody. So how do you price
0: your uh, your work? Do you do it based off? the time that you put in, you have like a set rate or do you yeah, do it based yeah. off like
1: uh I figured competition? like the, you know, pricing your work is probably one of the hardest things to do as an artist, especially when you start out. You don't really know what you can necessarily charge or what you're supposed to charge. So you're you're constantly teetering with where's your sweet spot at. Yeah. And so I think once you figure that out in our mind, I've been... I base it off of three things: size, color, and detail. Mm, so, okay. how many colors do I got to get? How much am I going to spend on materials? How big is it? Yeah. And how detailed is it? Is it a logo that's like two colors, or is it a an eight person family portrait? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. so it can be from one end of the spectrum to the other. So you use those three variables and then come up with a price. Yeah. So, are you a, a art like a
0: fan of art itself? Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. what kind of art do you like? Like,
1: uh, man. like tell me
0: about your day. Like, you're going out. It's Saturday. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm assuming we're going to say D.C. because we're in D.C. Yeah,
1: I always hit up the Hirshhorn, the uh, National Portrait Gallery usually because that's like right in Chinatown. And then anywhere down there, like Sculpture Garden, I try to hit up, like, they always got dope exhibits, especially at the Hirshhorn. They always got some crazy stuff over there. But, uh, yeah, I just like to just look at art. I mean, I, I just appreciate, like, all different forms of art, whether it's a sculpture, whether it's a painting you know, whether it's an installation, you know, something interactive. So, yeah, I just try to just soak all that in my favorite artist, Like I said, Dali is Dali's my favorite artist mm. Uh is probably one of my biggest inspirations as an artist. And then uh, uh, Picasso just off his work ethic. Like, I think his body of yeah. his body of work, he's got one of the biggest body of works as an artist. Gotcha.
0: So let's talk controversy yeah, yeah. of an artist. Yeah. So Kanye. It's on your mural, right? Yeah, he's on the mirror. So yeah, yeah. the biggest talk about Kanye and mm-hmm. the controversy is there's always been like that stigma as artists being kinda of different because they use the different side of their brain. Right. And we kinda like dabbled into like the talking about art and business. Yeah. Now, has anyone ever approached you and said like, Oh, you're just an artist the way your
1: perception is? Or is it like No, I mean
2: so they think you're I, dumb?
1: Well, no, like well, I mean, just being Unique. out about—it's probably the <laughs> political. Uh, right. Sometimes people don't see you. Sometimes people see you in different settings, and yeah. based on the setting that they view you in, that's kind of what how they view you as an artist. So, like, okay. I could be outside on the street painting on the corner, and then you know, I look like I'm a starving artist, which I very well could be, or I could be in the middle of National Geographic painting for you know when it's yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying it's like i'm still doing the same thing i would be doing if i was outside like people of stereotyping just, you as an artist not even stereotype but it's like it's just what you would do like normally like it's just yeah. natural as a human you know you you kind of the way you interact with somebody you interact with them differently based on the situation that you meet them in mm-hmm. and so i don't necessarily hold it against them but at the same time it's like you do pick up on like certain times it can be kind of sending tones or you know, it could just be like a little, you know, presumptuous on what they might guess about you as an artist yeah. versus what you might really be.
0: Gotcha. Have you ever turned uh, a lot of your art pieces into, into like, digital? Yeah. So I like,
1: usually uh, do the digital. Uh, I, after I finish a piece, i get it shot so okay. I can make prints of it, like reproductions. Okay.
0: Have you ever thought about, like, uh, like, so a lot of artists, so, like, I used to run a graphic design firm called Rogue Squirrel, and uh-huh. what we did with a lot of our art designs. We turned them into canvas and made them into posters and framed them. And we also started taking uh, the old designs and making like a quilt yeah so it's like a timeline tapestry like yeah, yeah. yeah. like so I was uh, you know like when I meet other artists I ask them do they do that and some mm. say yes some you know never thought about doing it mm. I just always thought it's like a cool way yeah you know when you're getting to that age and you want to sit down you just reflect and you just look at the wall and you have that big old quilt exactly you, know? you
1: got everything on your works on there
0: especially if you ever got kids you right know? you don't you have kids be... do you
1: I don't I, I don't have any kids look yeah. bro <laughs> just get married <laughs> don't have kids kids yeah. are so like
0: everyone's just popping out kids like it's like Skittles now right
1: right right <laughs> no I'm actually in the wedding in, like, two weeks, so it's, like, everybody all, everybody I know is getting married or having kids, so it's, like, damn. Nice.
0: <laughs> now, being an artist in the D.C. area, and you said before you're in Dallas, do you feel like there's a competition when you go to, like, galleries, like, when you seek opportunity, when an opportunity seeks you, do you feel...
1: I feel like the art community out here is pretty, like, everybody pretty much... Uh, embraces one another like no hating yeah That's i mean good. the network of artists that i've met, that i like necessarily mess with like we all kind of help each other out if there's something that we can't necessarily be at but we might know somebody that can do the event we'll pass it on to them or same vice versa like yeah from your opportunities to painting sips or whatever it might be like always looking out you know we all need at the end of the day like it's you can't do it by yourself yeah yeah even what we're doing right now you can't do a you know a podcast you need multiple people yeah. you know you know what I'm saying like interaction absolutely conversation it was just it's funny
0: all right so I asked you a question before about LeBron and michael and we'll get into basketball yeah. but a lot of people even just correlating with basketball people are like hating that the Golden State Warriors has everyone, right? They everybody, yeah, everybody. But they're saying that, well, if all the other teams just get better, mm-hmm. the whole company, NBA, gets better. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, the community has to grow. Because if not, right. you're just a smart kid in a dumb class. Right, and then right, right, You're right. not really going to go anywhere. Right. And, and then you're going to be your only competition. about
2: the Yankees, too, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Baseball. That's true. Um, in the next year or so, do you have any plans of traveling to do... Um, Artwork outside of the country,
1: yeah, I've been wanting to do or uh, plans. Yeah, I've been wanting to do a shot over in uh, London. Like, have you uh, ever been? It's called no. I've never been. Never it's been in Europe. Never been across the pond. It's like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> only been like down in the Caribbean as far as like outside the country and in Canada. But I ain't really kind of because I'm from Detroit. So it's like it's right. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like but, an hour uh, and a half drive, right? Man, not even like thirty mm-hmm. minutes. <laughs> yeah, oh, go oh. get on the tunnel right there. <laughs> but uh, no, I want to go over to like. Uh, Probably like Europe. I've been wanting to go to like Africa, like South Africa, mm. or anywhere over Africa for real. And Australia, like my homeboy was in Australia doing the internship, and he said it was real dope out there. Like the yeah. culture and just the whole vibe out there was, it was nice. They're in big into art, like yeah.
0: hardcore. Art. Like, yeah. yeah. Like Smithsonian times 15. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. my homegirl is out there, and, uh, her boyfriend's a pro ball player. So, all she does is go to art galleries and mm-hmm. just takes pictures. And she says, like, everyone's into it, whether they're working in a scene or yeah. just appreciating, they're always something that's art related. And the yeah. architecture out there is pretty amazing, especially in Sydney and like Melbourne. Right, right, right. So, that'd be definitely a cool place to go. So, let me ask you this. So, you mentioned London and South Africa. Let me mm-hmm. ask you this. And just in general, with or without art, name five places that you would love
1: to travel to. Uh, and why? Prague, because I just like the way it sounds. Prague, yeah. yeah Iceland because I always see the, uh, the The little Advertisement for it On the metro train Yeah and It just looks like some shit You just wanna be it like, Yeah Iceland looks dope I wanna go to Hawaii Never mm. been to Never you know Never even been close to Hawaii I still ain't been to uh, LA LA's Never dope. been to LA San so, Diego like, if I had oh yeah I've been to San Diego though yeah but if I had to pick a spot like inside the United States that I haven't been to that I want to go to it had to be LA just cause like I gotta go to LA and then uh, man for the last one maybe maybe Paris cause that's Mm. where like you know like art making I guess you could a lot of the art history comes from that region you know what I'm saying definitely yeah I would definitely like to go to Paris
0: definitely another big art area I mean for California would be San Francisco San Fran yeah 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 yeah, Bay Area it's big out there. Yep. Um. So with the five places that you've been to, is there any plans specifically? I know I asked you that a little bit before, but like no. now, like do you have like stuff mapped out? Like, do you want to work on something when you're there, or do you yeah. want to just go there for inspiration and when you come back here and you can start on a piece?
1: Yeah, maybe even a little bit of both. Or uh, if I could set something up, maybe so while I'm out there, I can still be a little bit productive. But uh, even if I just went out there and draw some inspiration, like that'd be dope too. I've yeah. been waiting for a chance to just kind of get a break and just get outside of D.C. or outside, off the east off the uh, east coast. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, looking forward to it, bro. That's tight. Yeah. Have you ever
0: collaborated with someone on a, yeah. On a mural?
2: Like, yeah, how, how does that
0: process work? Does it like it's like one person,
1: like. You know like we kind of had our roles like <laughs> pretty much yeah it was discussed before we started so it wasn't there wasn't any no no issues or nothing yeah, any conversation once we started it was pretty simple yeah everybody just did you know what their job was and it was done like it was two three days
0: I mean I've seen like graph artists and mm-hmm. when they work together they're
1: like no it's got to be this style no yeah this. if you're doing a freestyle collaboration it's a lot different but I mean if it's already planned out it shouldn't be you know Nothing crazy. Nice, nice. So how did uh how did you and uh, Molly link up and man, me and Molly linked up like a while years ago, like cause you know she does the events with High Caliber mm-hmm. and uh so uh, we were at what was it Cities? Uh,
2: yeah, we did our first show with High Caliber events um at at Cities and he yeah. was one of our featured artists. But we yeah. met, I saw him at another art show. I was like, we, yeah, we, we that's just what. Loved yeah, you work. told me to come yeah. out to, t- mm-hmm. to
1: cities, but we yeah we've been have seen each other before that, and I you know like I'm always big on you know people's spirit. Or like you know when you first meet somebody, you can kind of get the energy off of them. And she always had a positive vibe, positive energy, and it's always oh, been consistent. So you. I like, I just, you know, I always vibe with, with Molly like that.
0: Yeah. Thank so tell, yeah. tell me about High Caliber Events. Like, tell me about your business. Um,
2: so High Caliber Events, I would consider it, you know, we rebranded a little bit, but um, it's a boutique marketing and event agency. And uh, wanted to make it a little bit different because I'm always about experiences versus just any event. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I focus on connecting uh, brands with specific um, artists or influencers or, or people in order to activate the actual experience, but make it something very um, brand new, very unique in each case, you know, not, not just like everything else that you normally go to. Um, so I'm very intentional about the work that I do and the people that I work with. Um, that's really important, but, uh, you yeah, small boutique, uh, a marketing, experiential agency.
0: Nice. Um, yeah. Nice. Now, have you done an interactive art gallery style event? This will
1: be mm-hmm. one of the first this ones. This will be I the first like one? That. Oh, yeah. So I'm yeah. looking forward to that because, uh, you know, <laughs> we're going to unleash some, new, some mm-hmm. new interactive stuff okay. that, you know, that the public won't know until they get
0: there. Okay. Yeah. So going back to it being a private event mm-hmm. now anyone can't just walk in you have to be invited or you have to We're be Well no we'll
1: do you know uh there's you know there's different lists for VIP tickets and then you know uh pre-sale and then general admission and then at door where do
0: I get those tickets from
1: we already got you for the tickets. You oh,
0: there. not for me. I'm
1: talking um, about
2: the audience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm speaking so, for the people. Uh, <laughs> you can go to any of our pages, High Caliber yeah. Events. Um,
1: you S- can go to SP to Plug on Instagram. I got the link on there. Like mm-hmm. uh, Molly said, with HighCaliberEvents.com. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, or um just go to the Instagram page the Instagram, and then yeah, page. And yeah all the
1: links are on there. You can click right on it, it'll take you right there.
0: Nice. So for the listeners out there, definitely check out the artwork on there. If you're in the area, it's on October fifth. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Next Friday, Friday. Friday. Yep. six thirty PM. Right.
2: So 6 p.m. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. is v, uh, VIP first access. They'll have their own. If you get your VIP ticket in advance, you'll be able to do the artist walk through private and personal. Everyone should yeah. just
0: go VIP. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you. Don't right? walk in and you <laughs> get, yeah.
2: And you get a complimentary drink. You get hey, personal nice. time with Sean. You yeah. get to preview the work before opening reception. Starts um, and this the art series itself is called The Edge uh, Confessions of an Artist.
0: That's tight.
2: Yeah, so we're gonna get really personal with Sean Uh-oh. and <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh-oh. and uh, like sandwiches, walks <laughs> on the beach. and puppies. I know anybody that
2: wants to know anything. <laughs> That's like a plenty of fish ad. <laughs> get some, get some, uh, you know, some really deep conversation, yeah. um, and it's not gonna be filmed or televised or. Live or anywhere, right. gotcha. it's, you have to be at the show, and that's why we're calling it really like private yeah. and personal. Confessions, yeah. Yep, and the confessions of so an it's artist. It's more
0: intimate, mm-hmm. which is good. Now, um, is it like a Q and A, or is it kind of like a meet and greet where you're just kind of walking around?
1: Probably both. We'll do with the. Wooden. People will kind of gather as they get there. And okay. then once, uh, you know, once the doors are closed, we'll go downstairs and have the Q&A. Uh, well,
2: um, yeah. So there's going to be a couple of thing, ways that we're going to set up. First of all, if you're going to come to the show, uh, bring your own blanket and pillow. Hey. So we're going to make. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to bring your own blanket B-Y-O-P. and pillow. <laughs> B-Y-O-P. You <laughs> it's yeah. a blanket, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you, it's going to be seated, you know, where we're going to be sitting almost like Oprah style. I'm gonna yeah. interview him on a couch, mm. and then everyone's gonna be gathered around. That's so high. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 very that's intimate, yeah. very like personal, that's and um, and then and then the questions that we'll ask won't be normal questions. You know, like I really enjoy this interview because you're asking him some really great questions, yeah. stuff that you don't really get to ask artists all the time, right. especially when they're doing an open uh, art exhibition, and that's what we're gonna get into, uh, and then the surprise of the new work. Upstairs will be an experience in itself, but then the downstairs will be the new work mm, and we'll yeah. reveal that after the artist talk. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs>
0: now, since we're talking and we got to get to know you, so we're going to go in a little bit more detailed questions and stuff like that. So if there's something a little bit too much, just be like, eh, okay, just let me know. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> good. So <laughs> here's a question that I've been asked when I used to work in graphic design. Uh-huh. Do you tend to date people in the art realm oh. as well, or?
1: Uh, I mean, nah. I mean, or do every... you
0: prefer someone completely opposite?
1: I, I, like I said, I vibe off the energy, so <laughs> 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 you try to catch me. I up. know. <laughs> I vibe off the energy, so like it's it's different. Sometimes you question. know somebody might be actually interested in art. It actually, a lot of the times they are. Yeah. You know, I feel like everybody kind of like an, an, an icebreaker. Breaker. Yeah, it's a perfect icebreaker but you know it varies though like i mean sure. be
0: honest you take advantage of it right i mean i, I mean i'll i'll be honest i take it's, advantage of it like you was, say it's an
1: easy icebreaker though yeah. so, like you got if you got art. You got art the photography I don't know if right if you want to say you get it. This, shoot, you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh, Photographers my gosh. got it the best though <sighs> my co
0: <laughs> my my co-host uh, <laughs> he's a photographer yeah. for the Fillmore and the wizards yeah. and the moment he brings his camera out he gets numbers like i mean he's married but right. you know I'm like, man, maybe I should just get a camera. I'm like, dating sucks telling now. But everything's just started all doing dating apps.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Just oh. delete
2: those dating apps. They don't work. Right, right, right. <laughs>
0: because they use an algorithm.
2: Oh, do they? I didn't know. You really
0: you didn't know that? No. You have to that. have a certain amount of swipes for in order for like like Bumble. You have to have mm-hmm. a certain amount of spice for them to be able to find you first. Gotcha. And then oh, obviously no. they put bots on there, so they're all like catfishing anyway.
1: Damn. So Brianna really <laughs> might be
0: Brian. Yo. You know? Oh wow.
1: <laughs> oh, Good man. luck on Bumble, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So we're coming up to close to the end of the show. We we usually like to get to know yeah. you know the the guests on the show. And we're gonna ask a couple of questions. So okay. I ask a question. The first answer that pops in your head, just just go with it. Alright, bet. Like we'll start with something simple. All right.
1: Apples or oranges. Oranges.
2: Oranges, of course. Because I'm allergic to apples, anyways. What happens? Oranges
1: are so much better. Can, uh, it's so much more, more, more refreshing. Yeah. It's like a
0: juice and a food, in the same Yeah, time. right? Yeah. Okay. Like, what happens when you eat apples? Like, you break out or mm-hmm. like? Yeah, my
1: throat. Yeah. Yeah. Like Dry mouth. Would you, Dr- <laughs> you? Would you have food allergies? What's, I do. That? Mm-hmm. I think I feel like I'm slightly allergic to avocado, but that's about it.
2: I'll still eat it, though. I know I'm yeah. allergic, but I'll still eat avocado. Still, like I have no <laughs> friends that are
0: like allergic like shrimp, and they'll pop a Zyrtec just to eat. Like, man, it must be like...
2: That's, no, I'm that's allergic crazy. to shrimp, but... If I'm you tired.
0: have a serious
1: allergy, can't play with it. <laughs> mm, true, true, true. If you could work
0: as blank, what would you want to do as a career, besides what you're doing right
1: now? It could be anything. Anything you want. Money's I feel big. like being a movie director would be cool. That's dope. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah.
0: How about you, Miss Molly?
2: My God, that's hard. Um, yeah, it's crazy, right? Okay, I, I would say if I could help run an international, like um, kind of like a U.S. aid or, uh, you know, uh, be a part of an, a nonprofit or humanitarian kind of driven organization. Yeah. I'd Let's want to make that happen. Yeah. I will. I okay. will. That's on my goal list. Nice. do that. Yeah, I'm nice. a philanthropist per first is what I always say. Yeah. But I'm always, you know, nice. you gotta make money somehow. Right, right. <laughs> <I feel you. laughs> gotta eat. Remember right.
0: when someone interviewed me that same question, and my answer was completely different. I wanted to be an RB singer, ah. oh. like a New Edition. Okay, like I wanted to be in like a little. <laughs> oh, oh that's cute. Yeah, not like Sing, no. It, was, it had to be like a little hip-hop-ish okay. R&B, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, that was that was my dream goal. And I can't sing and I don't have any knees. I can't dance anymore. Yeah.
2: I don't think even know how to sing. Five,
0: right? But that's you know, about, now the technology... is yeah. way better. Yeah. They be coming back like after two months. Mm-hmm. Like, I even asked my doctor. I said, what can I do now? He's like, we had to do total knee replacement. Yeah. you wow. like, serious?
1: Yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I'm like, wow.
0: Yeah. Never mind. I'll just... That's
2: why you always gotta have a plan. B <laughs>
0: If I could live in any decade, what decade would you want to live in? Man,
1: just... Oh, mm-hmm. No, no, matter. go oh, ahead. I'd say the 70s, just because I feel like Woodstock and all that crazy stuff that was happening, like, it'd be cool to grow up in the 70s. Very and colorful. That was, that was before, <laughs> I mean, it was still bad for black people, but... It was well, listen, like, let's, let's just take the racism out. Let's take, yeah. the let's take yeah. all the negatives out of these <laughs> decades. Oh uh, yeah, it's so the yeah. 70s, yeah. So. Very cool. Yeah, i go in the 70s. How about you,
2: um, you know, I loved the 80s and 90s growing up, so I'm still going to stick with it. I think there's still the best eras. St- it's Golden st- age. Yeah, it's yeah. still like... I mean, there's still something about it that still translates to now. Mm-hmm. And in the future, it's like those... Like between the '80s and '90s, with between music and movies and, and even style. even cartoons were better. I don't know to me. <laughs>
0: yeah, nah, cartoons. Oh
2: yeah. Better,
0: and what yeah. shows do they have? Like they didn't have Not like, like Saved by no, I mean, all. Nah, like what do they have now? Nothing. Like, and
2: that's why everyone always references Boy Meets those World, all
0: that Full shit. House. Yeah. But see, I feel like a lot of those shows kind of helped us grow up a little bit you know like now it's like you don't see any of that it's
2: between the analog and the digital era and I think that's where we really got (laughs) a lot yeah because nobody
1: really has like a TV I mean you know, nobody's going home to watch TV. Yeah. At like 5:30. Nobody's going the outside to play either. Yeah. Like, well, back saying? then it was uh, the yeah.
0: Friday night thing from seven yeah, yeah. thirty to like and then Saturday morning. Yeah. And then Saturday R-T.
1: morning, <laughs> yeah. step by step <laughs> in. Like, no, I don't want to go to practice.
0: I just want to watch TV. Right. Yeah.
2: And so between those two, like the analog and digi- digital, I think it was just really cool. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes sense.
0: Yeah. Nah, that was, was a nice dope era. Okay. I look for blank in my significant other.
1: Uh, I guess, dang, <laughs> that's, that's kind of tough because it could be anything. I don't want to be nothing vague. I would look for feistiness.
0: Mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Is there a specific reason that.
1: I mean, just because you don't want to just have somebody you can just walk over, you know? And it mean? just says, like, yes, yeah. like
0: a yes man. Yeah. So someone that's a little spicy. Like well not too baggage. spicy. <laughs> yeah. No cayenne pepper, you know.
2: <laughs> little, L- little little yeah, like, <laughs> Smoke paprika, you know what I'm saying? That's funny. Yeah. How about you? Um, I would say open mindedness between that and, and culture. I think uh, having having an open mind to anything, you yeah. know, when it comes to food, art, music, you just gotta be yeah. well rounded. Um, that's really important to me. If, find that if you don't have that background or if you don't aren't even open to it like yeah. especially with music right. and art gotta and, be
1: willing to try new stuff yeah
2: if you're just a square i can't
1: it's too boring <laughs> that's real
2: i too feel like boring. everyone is very like creative now though so it's there's opportunity yeah, it's a but, creative boom. yeah renaissance true, kind yeah. of period
0: if you were stuck on an island what three albums would you have You have a CD Disman. For those that are listening out there, a Disman is this big round thing that you put a CD in there and you hit play. And it might skip on you. It might skip Uh. unless you were bougie and you had the anti-skip.
1: Man, I think 50 Cent, uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. That was a fire album. That that album was fire.
0: I think that might have been like the last real gangster, besides the game, but like 50 Cent came out hard. Yeah,
1: nah, that that was his first one too. So I go with that one. Uh, maybe go with the, uh, the Mike Jack with, with someone with all of the, the Thriller. Thrills. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, because you got to have Mike Jack. And then uh, for the last one, maybe DMX, uh, Flesh in My Flesh, Blood in My Blood. Mm. It's a good album. Yeah. Yours. How about you? you want oh, you want me to go? You go. I, All right. I, I, this
2: is hard for me. <laughs> All
1: right. So, a matter of fact, I take Ms. Back and I switch it to Laura Hill. Miss Education.
2: I was. Ah. That's what I'm I'm I. Tripping, Yo, I'm tripping. did you hear recently? Uh, yeah.
0: They're saying that she never wrote any of the songs.
1: Yeah, so she can't use none of the like the beats no when she performs way. them now, she so has they to
0: switch up the so, everything. Yeah, they said the drama went as far as back. So, don't quote me on this, but they are saying that no. she was sleeping with Wyclef, but then she was cheating on him with the Marley guy and then but uh, Wyclef was writing her her stuff and then that's why she came out with you know you lost one to kind of diss him a little bit but they were saying that she didn't write that Marley did or someone else like they had a ghost writer because White yeah. Club used to ghostwrite for a rack of people anyway.
1: So that was really just a, and that's the why best she, of all three of them
0: yeah. through her. And that's why she disappeared, because she needed a safe face. Because yeah. if that got exposed, that she would have lost credibility for everything she but got. But that album wow. is such a
2: classic It album.
1: was. You can't really get better than that.
0: That's true. Damn. All right, three albums. Um, Damn it. I'm a, I'm a new edition dude, so I'm going to go new edition... Uh, I don't even know the name of the album, but the one with, like, Mr. Telephone Man.
1: Yeah, 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 Like, right
0: before Bobby left. Okay, okay. That one. Um, I'd have to go uh, All Eyes on Me, Tupac. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: Tupac, yeah.
0: And I have to go... Mm, oh, my God, it's so tough. It changed that. You're going to laugh. Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Oh, yeah? It's, because mm-hmm. it's Soundtracks like are always it's fired a compilation of, like, the old and, mm-hmm. like, the music. I feel like... When you're watching a movie, the soundtrack sets a tone. Like so, for example, for us, like just even us speaking right now, uh-huh. the music changes the way we're speaking about a specific topic. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you watch a movie and it's upbeat, you feel a little bit more energy. You know, right. so I, I definitely I like that. I, I like feel that connection.
2: connection. Yeah. Good
0: yeah, choices. Yeah. Okay, All right, I know spotlight. this
2: is hard. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I. Black Thought is my goat, so I always uh, have to have the roots on, mm-hmm. on in my top three. So I would say, "Do you want more?" Um, that's my that's one of my top albums. And then uh, I love Neo Soul; um, inspires me a lot. And I was gonna say the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill that changes my perception uh. with that. But Ghostwriters are meant for a reason; right? are out yeah. there for a reason. Um, I would say any kind of essentials like kind of Neo Soul, but I, I do love that album. Damn. Um, yeah. I would say the, still that album Right um, Or Essentials of Lauryn Hill And then um, Red Hot Chili Peppers Because I need a little bit of that Which Red album? Hot Chili Peppers yeah. um, The one give with Give It Away They got
1: yeah. some classics The one with Californication Yeah in? That
2: one But why am I forgetting the album name Is it Californication Angels, uh, they had The
0: Angels one is the one with uh, give it Give It Away California Cation came after that. Um, why
2: am I, Under, I the Under, Under the Bridge. Under the Bridge, yeah. I know what you're talking that, about. Yeah. That was really?
0: 92. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I can always TV go ever. back and yeah. listen to Red Hot Chili Pepper. Those are my, like, repeats. They were,
1: that was a dope band.
0: Flea. Flea, right. Flea was nice. I, I, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> all
0: right, so Whitney Houston at her prime or Mariah Carey at her prime? <laughs> Whitney Houston. Oh,
2: Whitney Houston. That's a, yeah. Yeah. Who's, all
0: right, so who's a better singer? Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Mariah, I, I would still pick Whitney because I feel like whatever she did was, I mean, I'm talking about like pre-crack Whitney. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> so she was strong, you know, dominating 80s, going oh, to 90s. Yeah. And honestly, you saw the downfall. Mariah has more range.
1: Yeah.
0: But I feel like her downfall is when she went completely
1: her style. Like it's too all over the place. I don't know if you feel like that. Well, I mean, yeah, they're both great. Sing- like more, both top of the what they do. You know what I'm saying? I just go with Whitney because uh, it just seemed more natural. Like she's not yeah, even trying. Yeah, that's what like I was gonna say. Like, she can she can talk it's effortless. And song, like she's singing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mariah, Hawaii, she's gonna hit you with the falsetto, and she's gonna hit all the octaves. High and it's love, like Whitney, yeah. she's gonna talk to you, and it's like she's singing to you. Yeah. yeah
2: and Mariah true. has that uh, almost like. Uh, Raspy, Dil- diluted oh. kind of sound, almost it's like he was saying it's. It's. I mean, Whitney is just very natural, right? You can yeah. tell when it's a Whitney album yeah. or yeah. when Whitney's singing. But Mariah Carey, you can too. But it it could become too poppy when it becomes too poppy. Yeah. I don't yeah. feel like. Because yeah.
0: I feel like times when I listen to Mariah. You can hear that in Kelly Clarkson. You can right. also hear yeah. that in Ariana Grande a little bit yeah, too. Exactly, yeah, exactly. But with Whitney, it's like completely. Like you always it's know. Whitney. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> all right. Favorite cereal. Captain Crunch. The berries or just regular?
1: I go all Crunch berries. Crunch berries. Yeah. Like
2: Okay, well, it's the, Flakes, so like <laughs> if it's the bad cereal, I would say peanut butter, Captain Crunch. But then when I went to good cereal, it's like the peanut butter puffs from Trader Joe's. Oh,
1: okay. okay, The <laughs> organic one. Yeah. The <laughs> one with no picture. <laughs> <laughs> you kids walking <laughs> the island like, we well, actually that's harvested peanuts.
2: I don't know if it's really healthier, but, you know, I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: for you. Tupac or Biggie. I always flip-flop on this. Mm. I'm in a Tupac move right now, though. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'll always go with, with uh, Biggie because I'm an East Coast and New mm. York fan. Yeah.
0: I feel like as an overall artist, Tupac trumps on like Trump. Huh? Mm-hmm. He over trumps, you know, Biggie. Mm. But I feel as I'm getting older, Biggie is easier to listen to on the ears, even though it's yeah. like still that gangster vibe. Yeah. But the wordplay is nice, you know, yeah. and
1: it's it's especially when you hear. don't hear nothing like that right now. You yeah. Know? You yeah, because Tupac, to Biggie, even though he's like, from
2: he's from the yeah. East Coast, but then he obviously when he went to the West Coast, he had all Different, that influence. Yeah. So it was yeah. very like that hard gangster, gangster rap. The, rub, the like
0: thing I like about Pac was that. If you take the instrumental out, mm-hmm. it's an it's a it's an a poem Spoken format. Spoken word, yeah. yeah and mm-hmm. I don't see you can do that with any other artists aside right.
1: Eminem and story.
0: Childish Gambino. Yeah, they're
1: telling stories. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, they're telling stories.
0: All right, so speaking of rappers, top five rappers of all time.
2: Uh, oh my man, god, the rotation.
0: Well, okay, let's say not all time. Who you like? Right now, because okay. there's a difference between greatest. Because yeah, let's actually say hip hop artists. Okay. That's
2: probably a better way to say But Before then there's artist. like hip hop and then there's lyricism and then there's let's rap. Go, let's better go
0: hip hop. Let's go art. Because
1: it could be. All okay. right. I like Cole. I like um, Nipsey Hussle. Um, are we going like dead, dead or Alive? Dead or Alive. Uh, well, <laughs> then got the big hop in there. And And I got one more. So one more will go Andre 3000.
0: Mm, oh, fire. Yeah, yeah. Andre Good can freestyle one. too. Yeah. What about you, Miss Molly? Why don't
2: you go first? You want me <laughs> go first? <Yeah.
0: laughs> um, if it's hip hop artists, I'm going to go DJ Jazzy Jeff. Okay. Because he changed the style of DJing and he's still relative. If you really think about it, so he came out what 86, 87? Mm-hmm. He created a sound. It's called transforming. When you scratches that, tch, 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 that yep. sound, you know. Mm-hmm. So he created that, and yep. like I said, he's still, you know, he's charging twenty thousand dollars a night to DJ. Man, that's but, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So him, I go so Biggie,
2: Poc. I'm hip
0: hop. Yeah, okay. pock Biggie. I go mm-hmm. rock him.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm, good choice.
0: I go Master P. Ooh. Because how he did it. Because a lot of people don't it's know, even till today, if you want to look at dollar amount and size, you take, I mean, Jay-Z's in a category of his own. Yeah. Take him out, Master mm-hmm. P peaked and became one of the most profitable, specifically black men in America for like a yeah. while. Like he over, he, he had more money than Michael Jordan at one point. Yeah,
1: he turned, and he actually turned down, like I think when he didn't mm-hmm. have money, he turned down like, I thing was like a couple million. The contracts, because yeah. he knew, he he
0: educated himself. Worth, yeah. He was so smart. And are, it, are you it.
2: talking about lyrics? Are you talking about nah, music? No, like when he
1: started like-
0: That's uh, the it's the artist. Yeah, as, as, as himself an artist. As an artist. So yeah. the way he ran his the business label. deal, mm-hmm. no the way limit. he did his uh, songs, the way he paid the producers. Yeah. So that like I feel like that helped a lot of the people now wanting to be their own business owners. Like for example, the best yeah. example was that he pulled Snoop from death row, yeah, and taught him how to be a business owner. And then for, since then, if you look at everyone's like, oh, I'm on this label, I'm on this label because they own it now, right. you know, versus just getting signed. Right. Mm. So I felt like he played a big impact on on hip hop, and that's yeah. why I look at him as like, okay, he's an influential hip hop for sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Hmm, okay, so I am gonna mix it up. You're talking about hip hop overall, you know, mm-hmm. just talking about music. Um, so Black Thought's still my goat. He's always gonna be my my numero uno. Yeah. And then uh, I would say Guru. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, he's okay. de- he's definitely he's always in my top five. Just yeah. everything. Um, R.I.P. And then um, you
0: know, people diss Guru a lot.
2: It's I crazy. don't know why. That's crazy. He's a why? good
0: lyricist, but they always say that uh, Premiere is what made Guru stand out because of okay. the style of DJing. Was, okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's like why they were
2: partners. Like it's true. You know? So, yeah. It's but, I, I mean, I could say both, but, you know, yeah. um, Premiere the, is the DJ and then, you know, Guru's the, the rapper. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I would say I love, oh, God, now I... Between Rakim, I love Swiss Beats and his business, uh, he's good. What, what he's doing, you know, just just changed everything, um, you know, in terms of... And he's of into like, the whole art scene. Yeah, too, business, but... so that inspires me a lot if we're yeah. talking about an overall hip-hop artist. Mm-hmm. um, So where am I? So uh, Black That's... Thought, Guru, Swiss. Um, I would still stick with Rakim and then... Ah, oh, this is so hard. I'm, now <laughs> I'm like, I know, and now I'm like.
0: Did you know that Rakim was signed to Dr. Dre at one point? I know it. He did, and then Dre dropped him.
2: Because um, wow. he
0: felt that even though he's a pioneer, mm-hmm. it was hard to revive someone at that level to the current trend. Yeah. And then when you think about it from the big picture, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like he even took a chance with Busta Rhymes, and mm. he still made it work. But now, where's Busta now? Like,
2: yeah, right. Oh, and I actually, since we're going overall music, RZA because he That's, is an amazing yeah. music producer, guru of. It's a film now. Film score, music scoring, everything. You everything. know, just his, mu- just his level of, the brain. Like, yeah, of genius. Yeah, so. I would say there in terms of overall,
0: super solid top five. (laughs) That is, yeah. So, what is your family's struggle food? Like growing (laughs) up, like me personally, I didn't grow up with a lot of money, so like our, you know, my audience knows that I'm Asian, so I'll Uh, make Asian (laughs) jokes. I'm okay, I can make fun of my own people, (laughs) so I know. (laughs) Um, But like our family struggle food was white rice with fried eggs and spam and some ketchup.
2: Oh my God, spam! I mean, you can't go.
1: We used to just freak I'm the Raymond too noodles. For spam now. Yeah. yeah, just freak the Raymond noodles. So I would add like some lemon pepper and some hot sauce <laughs> to it. Damn, <laughs> that's fancy. Yeah, See, yeah. I just put hot dogs in mine. Yeah, yeah. and you gotta let, you know, you gotta let some, most of the water boil out. So it's a little bit left, but it's still juicy. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, that's, that's true. That would struggle. You get a whole pack for like uh, a dollar. You get a whole box pack, for like $6. Yeah. Yeah. You're feeding everyone. You feed
2: everybody. Yeah. So now so you bad know why. All like, right. The seasoning,
1: though. Yeah. When you look at it, like the sodium oh my God, and stuff, yeah. it's crazy. You're like, yeah. I'll
2: only use like half of it now, right. instead of all of it with well, the that, MSG. MSG. I
1: still it, I it. But I only eat it every once in a while. <laughs> I treat myself to a pack of ramen noodles. They were saying that the the noodles itself was
0: something in there that's like really bad
1: for that's
2: you. It's not good at all. Probably. Yeah. I mean, fake it can't noodles. Be,
1: think of how. Uh,
0: so, here's a question to the ramen places. Do they use real noodles or are they using the packet? Because oh, we'll you never can know. it. depends on which one you go to. Yeah, you can tell. Like Chaplins, you're in Chaplain's? You ever been Chaplain? I, oh, Chaplain's,
2: yeah. I yeah. love Chaplain's. Chaplain's, yeah. Super good.
1: That's like Hangover Cure City
2: right there. The fried chicken
1: and <laughs> yeah. ramen is, is pretty good. Bantam
2: King, that's my spot. Fried chicken and ramen. Ooh, you got that best combo right I've been in
1: Thai food a lot lately, too. Yeah. Yeah, like I've been going, like, I went to spicy. Bangkok Joe's. They got like the chicken, basil, lemon, rice, butter, banging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You that. went to Curry? Uh yeah, I like curry. Yeah. Uh, you should get uh,
2: what, I
0: don't It's like green curry. It's got like bamboo shoots in there. Oh, and that's really like, spicy. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's not that. I mean, okay, it is spicy. Right. The cool thing about Thai food is it's spicy enough, but you can still enjoy it. Tolerate it. it yeah. yeah, you can still. And then taste you can the add flavor. more. But it's not
1: like ah, burning your mouth. <laughs> oh my god, Indian food be killing me, yo. Man, I love Indian food, but I can't eat it that much anymore. Certain, yeah, certain stuff is too like jalapenos. I yeah. start
2: smelling like curry when I eat Indian food now, so I can't like <laughs> sweat it out. you making
1: me perfume <laughs> and lotion <laughs> ain't covering that up. <laughs>
2: no. All right, so
0: here, here's we're coming up to the last couple questions, and most influential or greatest athlete of all time.
1: Man, I have to go with Jordan. Yeah, Why? Jordan or Tiger Woods? But I would say Jordan because he's more worldwide. Like, there's not too many people. Like, there's not as many kids that had access to golf. That do basketball. So I would say Jordan, because he's just like, he brought the, he brought every, like everybody who grows up knows about Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's got to be.
0: I also felt like
1: he brought golf to the minorities more than Tiger Woods. He was Mm. was golfing his off time. Like you see him golfing with his coaches or whatever. Like, and he's so competitive too. Like everything he did. Now, regardless of how you feel as a person, but this is a competitor in this sport. Like, definitely got to give him props. Miss
2: Molly, you know, I, I don't watch a lot of sports, but I do love soccer. I'll watch basketball um, if if it's live. But I would say Messi is is pretty influential um, because he, you know, I look at the character of an artist all the way through or um, of an artist, but of anyone that Mm. I I want to invest in or, or promote. Um, that's why I promote very few people, but it, look at all, the overall person. And yeah, so what yeah. he's done for his people, where he came from, his country, what all he does to give it. back. True. You know, all very important. And, and, you know, who he is as a man, as a father, everything. You he's know? using like, who he is as a platform. As yeah, husband, so. so I, I think uh, soccer and, and Messi, yeah. just off the top. But, you
1: know. And that is the number one sport we'll
2: it's like mm. football. A football. Football, yeah. Football.
0: <laughs> All right. So we're coming up to the end of our show. And our guest, you have a 40-second plug each. You get to say whatever you like. The music's <laughs> off. The spotlight's on you.
1: Go follow me at IG, uh, at S-P-The-Plug. So S-P-T-H-E-P-L-U-G. It's the same thing from our website. Uh, so S-P-The-Plug.com. Same thing if you want to email me. If you have any questions or want to reach out for any work, uh, that's the best way to contact me is through my email. So ask me to plug at Gmail, and then you know I'd love to see you come out to the show uh, October fifth to Friday. If you're not doing anything, six p.m. is when you know we'll start gathering at the uh, at the location, and the tickets are available on um, both my profile page and High Caliber Events profile page. So log on there and click the link, and you can grab a ticket, and you'll be there.
2: Um, so thank you for having us on the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, thank y'all. Uh, <laughs> check out uh, High Caliber Events. It's High Caliber Events on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, the Edge Confessions of an Artist is our new art series. And I like to say um, we curate events for the soul and from the heart. Um, that's our mantra. And we always try to create a unique experience um, to, to really help our community of creatives um, connect with you on an intimate level so this is a new art series for us um, we hope that you come out and and get to know Sean uh, a little bit and and really get to know him and and experience his new work um, and we'd, we'd love to have you but um, hit us up on on all the social media through high caliber events
0: cool cool that's a plug thank you man for, uh, oh, thank
1: you bro appreciate
2: thanks, you coming on. thank
0: you Appreciate, appreciate. it. appreciate it So that's the end of our show. Thanks for checking out The Fresh Delivery. You can listen to our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play Music Store, and now Spotify. Make sure you follow us on the gram at The Fresh Delivery Show. And also you can find us on Facebook. If there's something you like, hit that heart button and just make sure you follow us. And we're out. Peace. Peace.
2: Peace, peace.
1: And what's going on, everybody? Thanks for checking us out on The Fresh Delivery Show. You can listen to us on other episodes, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now Spotify. Whichever one you like, make sure you like one of them, or all of them. Make sure you follow us on the gram at The Fresh Delivery, and on Facebook, The Fresh Delivery Show. And if there's something you like, hit that heart, or like, maybe you get it once, twice, anything that's nice. Yeah.